Hey guys, and welcome back to Friends, Acquaintances, and Everybody Else, a millennial podcast hosted by two women of color set out to spark conversations of change on everything from careers, creativity, spirituality, love, and wellness. And while sometimes we may disagree, we at least hope to change a few minds about a couple of things. For today's episode, we've broken it into two segments. First up, we have couch time. Where we're going to catch up, you know, spill the tea on what's going on in our lives. Hey. And then we're going to have asking for a friend. Where we have a Q&A session with friends or an industry ambassador on all the things, just everything. And today <laughs> we have a lovely guest and a very special guest, which I cannot wait for you guys to meet. Yay. I'm Alexis and I'm feeling reinvigorated. Hey, nice. And I am Kadian, and I am a very cliche Southern girl at heart. Aww. It's only because I had some Southern biscuits, but. Aw, damn. Them biscuits. <laughs> Yo, a good biscuits and gravy will get you. Come on. Come on, Anyways. sis. Let's jump into couch time. <laughs> Let's do that. Boo, you feeling reinvigorated? What what got you all energized? Yo, so my birthday was yesterday, August 31st. I know. And it was my golden birthday. And I got to spend it with my dad. Like my dad, my dad. <laughs> oh, how was that? It was great. Um, he actually has two children that are under the age of 10. Both one's 10 and one's 8. So I got mm-hmm. to spend some time with them as well. Um, but it was really cool just to spend some time with my dad. I don't see him that frequently. We only like just met when I was 25, really. So, oh. you know, it's like it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And, and it felt with everything that's going on in the world, all of the shootings, all of the chaos, all of the pandemonium. He's actually um, an OR assistant. And or like an OR tech or however you use those words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he's in the hospitals, just like my mom is. So I'm worried about that. And then him just being a black man, I has just been like really freaking out. So after the most unfortunate one, the most recent unfortunate one with Jacob Blake, I called mm-hmm. him. I called my dad and I was like, hey, I need to see you. And he was like, bong, here's a ticket. <laughs> I know, I know. And it was just. You know, we just walked and talked. We literally went on walks the whole time. Um, yeah. I'm Don't cry. <laughs> I, I know. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Don't cry. That's beautiful. But just being there, like, he shared a story where, all right, so diving into one of our conversations, he was exactly where I am when he was my age. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So, like, we had that kind of conversation. And so that kind of like wrapped up this pity party because I have someone to lean on maybe a little bit more Mm -hmm. than just, you know, friends and family that are already around, you know. Mm -hmm. So that kind of maybe kickstarted the reinvigorated thing because, you know, I'm not alone. We're all not alone. We all know this, but. But I think that shit's even more beautiful and even more impactful because it's someone who is so directly related to you and close to you, like especially when because we rarely hear the stories from our parents of what they were like when they were younger or when they were yeah. going through these things. So the fact that you actually got to share that moment. Yeah, just, I shed some tears. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely did. We hugged it out. It was great. I got so many dad hugs. <laughs> it was. It was good. It was good. Other than that, you know, 
just I guess along with that mm-hmm. today your girl read the Bible listened oh. to her horoscope did her mantras exercised ran a mile stretched and, my and had some alone running, time so this is a lot <laughs> Oh, wait, and what did you, uh, al- what the, that last one? <laughs> <laughs> and had some alone time. Like, it was, mm. I did the lucky number seven today. Mm. Yeah. It's better than a trifecta, girl. Yeah. I'm surprised you ain't speaking in tongues. It's double plus one. Ooh, I'm so smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's been, you know, Virgo season started strong, and mm-hmm. I'm ready to, like, do 31 as golden as it's supposed to be. Damn right. All right. <laughs> I love that. And I'm so happy about that because Lord knows, especially all my booze this year and their birthdays, I, I I just feel so bad for everyone having to deal with it this way because I yeah. think birthdays are special regardless of how you choose to celebrate it and do it. I think birthdays are really special. So I knew it was hard for me for my birthday. So I just made sure like, I just want to reach out to you and I don't want to just be like a text. No, I, yeah. if there's anything that this time has continue to confirm for me it's how important it is to make memories and do things that are real and to be as in touch with those I love as much as possible thus my little silly ass video that I had to send because <laughs> it was so cute you know. <laughs> I loved it you sent me a video Keek sent me a video and then Gozi called me so it was like on top of all the other texts and messages it was like definitely a, an abundance of love and I, yeah. I posted today about you know 2020 like you said has been rough yeah yeah so like the birthday thing like yes i'm celebrating another rotation around the year i'm so ecstatic for it but it's also just you know there's also so much sorrow attached with that that Mm -hmm. win that Mm -hmm. it it felt weird this year so i'm taking with me abundance and gratitude into 31 nice Mm -hmm. i uh you know what? I think we all needed a bit of family time. So I'm currently visiting yeah. my brothers right now, which Yay. I haven't cried yet. You know, I'm trying to be strong, but I have been annoying the living daylights out of them. <laughs> I'm not As even you exaggerating. Should. You're Jumping the big on sister. their back and everything. <laughs> Did they expect anything less? Really? <laughs> um, I've even been making them eat a shit ton of vegetables and I made them a vegan uh, black bean soup. The first day I got here. Good. I'm like, yeah, y'all are gonna y'all are gonna do this because I don't see no veggies in this fridge right now. So I made them go <laughs> with me shopping and we cooked it and they ate it and actually liked it, even though they Good. think they hate roasted vegetables. I just told them it's because y'all don't know how to season veggies properly. This is exactly why people don't like vegetables because they don't exactly. know how to season them. Exactly. So that's been really good um, so far. And then my mom is supposed to be here soon. So it's just going to be a lovely little family bonding moment. I'm super excited about that. Super so cute. I can have my boohoo tears and my mommy hugs and shit. Aww. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, they also all made me do their goddamn hair. I don't know when I turned into that person. You going to do my hair? <laughs> I don't know when I turned into that person. <laughs> but I had to do both of their hair. And my mom already was calling me like, Oh, I'm picking up some hair. What, what, what style are we doing? I said, excuse me? Oh, it's a family affair. Excuse me? Are y'all paying me? Yo, I might get some I might get some hair and all three of y'all have to do it. That'll be y'all's birthday present. You know what? You're, you're lucky I have streamlined this because I can knock it out pretty quickly. So you know what? I got you, boo. If you get the okay. hair, I can put that shit in. 
We'll I'm talk good about now. that. We'll talk about it. <laughs> um, and then I guess the last bit for me has been uh, the fitness stuff. So I did some yoga yesterday because I was preparing myself for running this morning because mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure because it's been a while. So I wanted to make sure, you know, I was limber. I had things stretched out and ready and that I wasn't just going to like jump into it this morning only to find out that um, all the gyms that were close to me were closed, which Ooh. is ironic because of where I am. That's weird. Yeah. So plan B tomorrow, because this shit will not defeat me. Uh, plan B is wait, going to wait, a park. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. Didn't they open the gyms there? Yep. Like, yep. So apparently they... But they're closed? Did, but not everyone is following that rule, which is a good oh. thing. That means yeah. some people okay, are okay. taking the pandemic very seriously. It just so happens to be the area that I'm in right now are the people who are taking it seriously. Um, so a lot of the gyms and stuff are closed. So I'm going to try to go to a park tomorrow with my brothers in the morning to like run, do some, you know, Nike training coach, get my shit right. But yeah, you got it. Girl, girl, if, if there's anything that uh talking to our guests again has reminded me of because girl, she definitely was like, oh, by the way, I just posted my, you know, my weight loss journey. Do you see that? Hey, I was like, yeah, OK, OK, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Accountability. I love it. Mm. Mm. I love it. Since we are already talking about her, I think we should maybe jump into the next segment. Yes, absolutely. All right, nice. We're gonna go ahead and head over to asking for a friend. All right, guys, so in this segment for Asking for a Friend, we're going to be doing a Q&A with our special guest, Stephanie Nicholas. She is a lovely lawyer for a startup, but she also has so much more to her, and I can't wait for you guys to hear that. So let's go ahead and jump into it. All right, cool beans. So, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I have been wanting to have you on here for a little minute now. And since you are fairly new, and since Alexis doesn't know you as well as I do, how about you just go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah. Yes. Thank you both for having me. Um, so I'm Stephanie. I'm a tech attorney here in New York. And um, basically, I work with Kadian, which is how we met, which is awesome. Um, and then I guess like my passion project, since I guess we're going to talk about my love of being an attorney mm-hmm. today. <laughs> Um, or you know our conscious uncoupling that's happening um (laughs) my passion projects I am like a fitness trainer on the side I actually like lost 30 pounds like a few years ago and I've Mm -hmm. kept it off um and like thank you compete in like powerlifting and bodybuilding when the world is like not in a pandemic um that's like super (laughs) fun and then I finally after many many moons of procrastination have um rebooted my YouTube um so it's wine and chill which really thank you which basically talks about oh no it's awesome um like student loans because being an attorney I owe a shit ton of money (laughs) and um like fitness journeys and like career pathing and things like that so yeah millennial I was like wait what is the tagline I told myself there we go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right i will go ahead and let uh, alexis start it off then so you're currently an attorney yes ma'am i am what made you become an attorney because i think we all know from the get that is lo- like law school and mm-hmm. being a doctor you're yeah. in school for like 
it many, seems like 60 years yeah <laughs> seven years seven years of misery um so basically typical like jamaican immigrant kid my parents are like so you're gonna be a doctor and i was like yeah 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 yeah." and then i think i i didn't go to the hospital somebody went to the hospital and i was like around mm-hmm. 11 and i was like oh mm-hmm. no i can't wear scrubs mm-hmm. like Mm-mm, that's not for me <laughs> It was very vain. And then I also realized I'm kind of squeamish. So I was like, oh, this is definitely not for me. And I'm like, what are the other approved things? And I was like, okay, a lawyer, I can do that, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I've been like on a law school track since I was 14. Like I went to a magnet high school. Yeah, I've been in a whole pre-law program. And it was just like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Went to college. Um, That was my minor. And so I was like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. Went to law school straight out of college. Um, In hindsight, I don't think that's the best idea to do it in that manner, but that's how life unfolded. Wow. Yeah. How so how, so time. seven years of school? Seven yeah, four years of college and three years of law school. And a couple hundred thousand dollars along the way. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a horror story. That shit is oh, not Jesus. cheap. I can't even imagine. Not so then not I guess bad. my follow-up question would be what was the real realization that I guess you had about law school and that you wouldn't be in it forever. So I knew, to be honest, I think when I got to law school, even before I got there, because I had been in a pre-law program for four years of high school. So I kind of was like, okay, it seems like lawyers are, you know, very respected in society. Even if I don't end up liking, I could do it for like 10, 20 years to do something else. I never had it in my mind I was going to do mm-hmm. it forever. And then when mm-hmm. I got to law school, I was like, oh, interesting. Mm. Hmm. This isn't what I thought it would be. But then I found tech mm-hmm. and I really liked tech. So I was like, okay, at least it's an area that I'm interested in. Um, it should be mm-hmm. fine. And then um, basically – once I started law school, I interned almost every semester. Cause so I was like, okay, let me figure out what type of job I want. Crossed off crim. I was like, I can't do criminal. I don't have the stomach for it. No, the uh-huh. heart for it. Mm, I'm not doing yeah. it. I'm not fooling with these people. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, okay, tech is pretty like not low risk, but basically nobody's going to die. <laughs> like I negotiate software deals all day. I can't ruin anybody's life. You know, that was like my big um, apprehension about crim. I was like, I don't want to ruin anybody's life if I do something Mm. wrong because nobody's Mm -hmm. perfect. Um, Versus now it's software. Like we can go back and like renegotiate it. Not that that happens Mm -hmm. often, but it's fine. Like the stakes are like a lot less um, from like an absolute point of view. And then I would say like halfway through, I realized like the internship process, like, oh, I like all the non-legal aspects of these internships. Oh, like what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so for example, I interned at Bad Boy like Ooh. years ago when, uh, like my first year of law school and they're, I have many stories and they are hysterical in their own right. But one of the things they had me do, like I had to like organize these events sometimes or like just extra foolishness that to be honest, the other interns didn't have the initiative to do. So mm-hmm. I just did it. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I like the people yeah. aspect of like what people okay. perceive an attorney does. Like, okay, negotiation means like you talk to people like preferably like in a room, like it's a relationship building, things mm-hmm. like that versus the actual redlining of agreements is very dry and very boring. Um, so those are things I was more so drawn to. And then with Corona and like all the pandemic, I think everyone's had like their come Ooh. to Jesus and come to universe, come to, come to Allah, come to whoever yeah. moment. 
<laughs> yes. And uh, I was reading Becoming, finally, because I was like, yes. time. It's such a good book. Such it's a such beautiful a good book. book. And Michelle oh Obama gosh. is was an attorney. And in my mind, I always thought she was an attorney for like 10, 20 mm-hmm. years. She was an attorney yeah, for two years and was like, oh, no, is that for me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I've been an attorney for four years. So now my new mindset is like, I don't have to make the 10-year mark. Like the next two to three years, I yeah. want to pivot. And like, nobody will die. Like, it will be fine. Yeah, it'll be okay. It's okay. Exactly. That's where I'm at. I've like pre-told my dad. He kind of like freaked out about oh, it, but God. I'm like, it's fine. Oh man, Which is I ironic. can't even imagine. I because he's the truck driver, so it's like very ironic. And I'm they like, don't. Why? It doesn't matter Sir, what job they do. It doesn't matter what, what they, they do. You. They're like, but you can't <laughs> do it. You gotta do. And I'm like, you yeah. not. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Over here. Why can't I do something or people don't bother me all day? And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, okay. Mm. So I know you mentioned that you have your YouTube yeah. going on again. Congratulations. Thank I love you. when we like restart projects. It feels good. <laughs> no, finally. <laughs> um, but if money wasn't a factor, what's another career that you would choose? Ooh. So if I didn't have the $271,000, I always say it because I'm like, people need to realize that law school, the return on investment is not what it Are is. You and I'm super 271000 I owed 304000 I actually paid off 34000 in the past. Oh my God. Yes. That's such yes. a nice house. Yes. Oh, it was a beautiful house in Miami with a pool. I'm like, this oh is my a mess. Mm-hmm. So really think about before you let your parents con you into things. Ish, you can you say that one more time? Because they're not the ones who end up with these debts or these loans. They're not. And I have to nicely say it to my dad sometimes. Like, hmm. sir, hmm. who is paying? Hmm. I am paying. So when I'm done with this, I'm mm-hmm. done with this. Jesus. But if money wasn't an object, this is like in my mind because I've never done it. So who knows? I might hate it. But I used to work in entertainment. I think I would love to like work on set, like be not a production assistant because like they crap. treat assistants awful, but horrible, like a producer or something like that. I really like content creation mm. and more so like okay. building other people's visions. That's that's like called creative director. Something in. that I've been looking into. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, I, would, I think I would love mm-hmm. a theory. Okay. But yeah. So then going kind of back to the the segue on your you know your fitness journey because lord knows i'm trying to get my whole yes. life in order again and seeing as how you've actually competed yes. <laughs> like you've actually done this i'm posting a weight loss video oh, tomorrow oh i'll send it to you i was gonna post it tonight my brain is too fried and i'm just like does this color look good because <laughs> i'm not gonna lie when you first came to work i was like i could tell just from your physique alone i was like oh she works out or maybe she's an athlete or something like i i think that was one of our first major oh, conversations that we had was actually about fitness and food and stuff. So then what is your, like your favorite type of cardio? And of course, sex can be an Ooh, option. I, I had a feeling you'd say that. No, you can't hate cardio. First you off, can't have car- people you hate, can't cardio. hate cardio. I hate cardio. And cardio is not your friend. It is your friend because sex is cardio. It's cardio outside of that is awful <laughs> cardio is an awful place to be i feel about cardio how i feel about 2020 Ooh. it's just a ratchet place oh, that is a, i hate it i hate it i cannot stand it and i used to run track so like that's I'll why i thought you- like a good jamaican that i am but besides that like 
a bitch is not running 13 miles. I'm not doing it. I can't. I can't. I am not doing it. I have run a couple marathons. No. Okay. No. None? No. So just none? There's not even no. one that you could? No? Okay. Okay. I had to do cardio. So for bodybuilding, you to have to cut. do a lot of cardio because you have to cut. And when I had to do it, yeah. I, and you have to do fasted cardio. So you have to do it in the morning before you eat. I was like, this yeah. is just, I was like, I told my coach the first time, I was like, well, what happens if I just pass out? Like at the park at 5 a.m., like who's going to pick me up? She was like, you're not going to pass out. And I was like, well, what happens, Angelie, if I pass out? Like, you're not really answering these questions. You're not really answering these questions. But the Stairmaster, I don't mind. Mm, okay. Okay. I can see that. Master's good. I don't mind it. I used, she used to make me do like an hour, like in the evenings of the Stairmaster when I had two days. Yeah, she said an hour like, on the Stairmaster. I was thinking 15, 20, 30 tops, yeah. but I'm not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bodybuilding is like one of those extreme it really things is. that it's great because it makes you super mm. focused, but it also is kind of like, why did I? Huh, that's interesting. Okay, let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it again. Masochist. No. Yeah, I'm a more like weightlifting person. I like my weights, which is what powerlifting is. So like deadlift, bench, heavy um, squats, which I heavy lifting. Yeah, like two fifty five. Like that's what I like. That makes me like a happier person. Two fifty five. Yeah, I could deadlift two fifty five. Bitch, you could deadlift a man. Decently strong. A whole ass man. Yeah. That's why I'm just like, I wish some basketball would players me. are I'm barely waiting. 50. <laughs> I've been waiting to just clobber somebody, especially now with like pandemic aggression. I'm like, I wish one of y'all race pandemic <laughs> aggression. <laughs> I wish you would truly, truly say it to my face. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> so, okay. Maybe when you're not doing a competition. Yeah. What is your motivation? What is your accountability to stay motivated in the gym? To be honest, I always told people this like motivation is fleeting, but habits are forever. Mm. So pre-pandemic, Ooh. yeah, that's what I'm I'm all about like habits. Like so pre-pandemic. Can you say that one more time? Um motivation is fleeting, but habits are forever. Um mm. so pre-pandemic, I used to go to the gym like five times a week and I would wake up at like five and then um try to get there like between five thirty and six like depending what time they open and then to be honest at that point like you're just used to it so you just you're an do autopilot it, in the morning just, like, you just kind of just like day. go up and you just <laughs> I'm not really awake it's like you just throw yourself off the bed you brush your teeth like I already set my clothes out from the night before I just put the clothes on walk to the train I'm half asleep I'm pretty sure like I sleep on the train and magically wake up at the stop go to the gym shower and mm-hmm. then I'm at work because the gym was like right mm-hmm. by our office and okay. it was just was like oh this is what it is because the motivation just falls off like yeah it's it's not gonna work and when I originally lost the 30 pounds that's what took me the longest to realize because it took like a year and a half what to realize it yeah but yeah when I lost the 30 pounds it took me a year and a half and it didn't take me a year and a half because it takes a year and a half to lose 30 pounds no Real it took me a year and a half because I would lose uh-huh. 10 pounds gain back 15 pounds, lose five pounds, Mm. gain back seven pounds, fooling around, being like, I'm motivated this month to do it. Until I was like, the motivation is pointless if I just make all these small changes and just consistently Mm. go. Damn. And weight loss is also food. So that was the biggest lesson I had to learn. It's like 80-20. It's like 80%. 20% actually working out. (laughs) Whatever. And the working out part I liked, it was the, oh, I can't eat Aki and Salfis and Dumpling every day. Oh, hmm. interesting. (laughs) Once a week won't kill you. I don't know if I like that. (laughs) What do you mean? No 
Hmm. No fried nope. fish? Hmm. Oxtail? Oxtail what? Hmm? Oxtail what? Yeah. They're like, oxtail's full of fat. And I was like, said who? All, all that fat that we just <laughs> sit there and suck <laughs> off the bone. That's what... who, who, who told you that? <laughs> I don't know if I trust my fitness pal, caloric intake for oxtail. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, my goodness. So it, it took a hot second. But once I finally did it, I was like, okay, cool. So now it's just like, okay, everything like in moderation so I don't mm-hmm. gain the weight back. So I haven't gained it back in two years, which is great. Um, That's awesome. But it's also like, I don't like, I have like small rules. Like I don't eat carbs after okay. four. Okay. Yeah. Because it's like they're pointless. And now that I don't do it, like I don't miss them. And that doesn't mean every day, but like I try to do Sunday through Thursday, like clean. And then Friday and Saturday, what like want. whatever the heck I want to do. Which I never goes that far because then I'm in the back of my mind like, ooh, you want to go back there <laughs> to be around? And it's like, no, I don't. I really don't. That was a little painful. So I actually, you know? to piggyback off of that, because I, I realized how much more efficient I was when I was consistent with my fitness life in the rest of my life. Like that, I guess that consistency yes. or that habit training kind of spilled over into my regular life. So then I guess my question to you is what keeps you accountable in other aspects of your life outside of fitness? Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. Like right now, I'm going to be honest, the gym in New York has been closed for like six Mm -hmm. months. That has Mm -hmm. been a sad, sad life. I just feel like kind of lethargic. I've been working out like three times three, four, if I'm feeling frisky, three times, Uh to be honest, in the, (laughs) in the park. And that's just not Mm -hmm. the same. Speaking of my boyfriend, I'll have to use him here. He helps me be accountable with things. Like for example, (laughs) my YouTube, I started that thing three years ago. I made one video with my best (gasps) friend and I was like, Oh, this is going to be great. We're going to do it. And she was like, no, sis, we're not doing this. I don't want to do it. And I was like, oh, come on. It took like four months to upload a three-minute video. So that should have been the sign. Like, Tweedledee and Tweedledum have a procrastination problem. We've been best friends Jeez. for almost a decade, so I can call her that, and it's totally fine. So then two years passed, and she was like, why don't you just do it by yourself, Stephanie? Like, you seem to keep bothering me about it, and I already told you I don't want to do it because mm-hmm. I don't want to edit. And I was like, all right. So then I made a video by myself. A whole year oh. passed again. There's only two videos on that channel. <laughs> Oh crap. <laughs> Quarantine happened. My boyfriend basically like side-eyed mm. me and was like, hmm. you keep complaining you want a creative outlet, but I, I recall that you had a whole YouTube channel that you seem pretty good at and you really liked it, but it only got two videos on it. And I was like, you know, you're really rude. Oh, you. boyfriend. <laughs> so he's my accountability buddy because I was just like, all right, fine. So now I've posted consecutively for the mm-hmm. last month. August, so I'm like, okay, good. This week I'm gonna try to do three videos a week. Three? I, we'll that's see. a big jump, boo boo. We, we went for- <laughs> it's a big jump. So last week yeah. I did two. So I, I made a whole content calendar. So like I'm a hyper planner. So sometimes I will. You and Alexis yes. can be best friends. feel better. <laughs> it's color coded. Oh like I could show it to you. It's yeah. Beautiful. I'm like obsessed with it. Um, but sometimes <laughs> I like to plan things, and then I don't necessarily have the follow through. If I'm being honest, so I'm like, okay, now that it's written down, now I have to follow through. Yeah, I've told too many people, and I've done put it on Facebook. Mm, telling people does help. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah, because then people will ask. Just like I told yes. you now, like I'm gonna upload that weight loss video tomorrow, and be like, oh, I gotta upload it because I already told Katie and I'd upload it. Fine. Good. I'm more afraid of letting people down sometimes than letting myself down. Which. Yeah, absolutely. No, I get it. I'm the same way. 
if it's not like already scheduled, I'm not posting. Cause then I think about what I'm going to post and then how I want to post it. And then it's already six o'clock PM and it's not posted. She's like, that's the whole thing. Who cares now at this point? (laughs) (laughs) Who's checking? So Hmm. what is like a a common misconception about you? Mm -hmm. About me? Oh, that's just a good question. Hmm. You know what? This is an awful Jamaican thing to say, but I'm like, I'm I'm not business with people to care. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had to think about it. I was just like, mm, I'm sure it's there. I don't care enough. I'm in a business here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think people usually think because I can be like very um a check. What do they call it? Mm-hmm. A box checker. Like people that are like, I have to okay. get it done. Like, check the box, check the box. And I'm very like single track minded sometimes. People uh-huh. like all the versions of me are obviously all the versions of me, but sometimes I'm just way mm-hmm. to the point that people are a little mm-hmm. like, what the heck? And then sometimes I'm like very soft, but I'm just like, I can already assess what the other person needs already. So I'm like, this is for your own. What's because of the point? Like, we're just skipping this and mm-hmm. let's get to the point because that's what you need. Like, you don't need me to hold mm-hmm. your hand right now. Oh, <laughs> which is sometimes when we're at work, that's how I am with my boss, which is like, very- sometimes they need it. Oh, sometimes <laughs> you have to be. Yeah. The other day sometimes. he was like, my employee is bullying me. Ha <laughs> ha. And I was like, okay, but did you turn it in? Like I told you to do like, I have things to do. <laughs> oh shit. Hello. Which I think is ironic seeing as that I'm a small little black woman and he is a white man. Is it? Is it really ironic? Mm-hmm. Once you said it's black not, woman, it is right on par. Size, how we look. It's just. It's right on par. It's like, uh, but it has to get done and I need you to do what I said, please. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, I would okay. say that. I think, I think okay. sometimes people love to like BS and I'm not about the BS life. Sounds like a cultural thing. Mm. I think so. And I've learned to like tone it down a little bit sometimes with the people because they're very taken aback. But usually like afterwards, they're fine. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't kill them. That's what I was saying. I was like, did you die? No. Okay. And anyway, (laughs) Katie's like, I understand. That's how Jamaican people, and I always tell people this when I first meet them, please stop letting these sandals commercials fool you. That's not how we act. And you'll be in for a rude awakening once you get one good Jamaican cuss. And you're like, what? I thought it was Yaman and everybody's <laughs> happy. I'm like, Irie, no. Irie. <laughs> First of all. All right. So saying we have saying we have 10 minutes. All right. So let's go ahead, Alexis. I'll let you do the next one. So you're in Brooklyn. Yes, in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. If you could be quarantined anywhere else, Ooh. where would it be? Mm. my family's in Miami so by default I'd probably say like down there but like in my own space mm-hmm. because I yeah. love them but you know family that's why I'm not down there with them because uh-huh. I can't be in that space with y'all uh-huh. like that um because the beach is there and it's special. nice the food is great um I mm-hmm. love Miami Miami and I have like a she just her nine month a nine month old niece who's like the most cutest funniest little child so that's yeah. always the decision too so then <laughs> where would you go like your first place you'd want to go after quarantine Ooh, if money if wasn't, wasn't an object, an object. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. probably to kenya so i 
always wanted to go. It's high on my Ooh. list. They have apparently like the number one ranked beach. Like I'm a huge beach person. I don't know what it's yes. called. Danny Beach? Denai? I don't, I'm saying this wrong. But they have some pristine beach that I've seen. I was supposed to go to Japan for the Olympics. Yeah. Of and, uh, that got canceled. Canceled. But I did get all my money back. So all that right. was good. Because okay. then it went to Jackie May. So, you know. Oh, Sally Bay. <laughs> oh, that's right. 271 girls. Jesus. Oh, 269 actually as of Saturday because I gave her $2,000. Oh. So, you know. Okay. Getting there. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Need to find print Who on are, your loans. Right? Who are your role models or people that inspire you? Ooh. Let's go with three. Three. Okay. Definitely my dad. So my dad is super hardworking. He's like the most jovial, like funny person. And then he also can be very sassy. Um, and he's kind of like one of those like no nonsense, it is what it is type of people, which I appreciate. Um, and he's mm-hmm. the hardest working person I know. So he is a truck driver. He works maybe like 12 hour days, like six days a week, which is like crazy. Um, Which is why sometimes I feel kind of bad to be like, oh, you know, I don't want to be an attorney forever. Because in his mind, he's like, I busted my ass so you could have a cushy job in an office. I'm like, oh, but people trying me in this office though. (laughs) Yeah. Uh You know? So I would definitely say him. Um, Second is my grandma, my mom's mom, who is just like the light of my life. I'm like obsessed with her. She's like traveled the world. She was like a nurse. Um, She's just so funny at all times. And she really just gives no Fs. Like she's like the nicest person at all times. But she says whatever she wants to say to people, which I'm just like, you know what? Do what you want to do. I'm like, you're smiling with them. Like, do what you want to do, Daph. Do what you want to do. Daph. She's great. And then three, um, I love Michelle Obama. How did I know you were going to say that one? Adore. Adore Michelle Obama. Adore Michelle Obama. Mm -hmm. I think it's like the similar upbringing. Mm -hmm. It's the the former lawyer, the realizing like, ooh, I'm not about to squander all my life in this corner. (laughs) <laughs> you know, the oh I can do more things the the you know just the effervescence of her I just love Michelle <sighs> Dora Michelle our forever first lady <clears throat> so yes. the last one and one that is one of my favorite questions because it's one that's it's near and dear to me because of our, our past lives so what's something you wish you were taught or told in your early 20s Ooh. Now that I'm in my late 20s, I'm in the final year, which I want a refund on this year because I turned 29 yeah, none at none the beginning of this year. Week. I don't know what you're talking about. I, what? I literally was the beginning when people were like, oh, this thing will blow over. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll have my birthday next week, like March 23rd. And I was like, first, mm-hmm. of, all, first of all, first of all, I'm not even a birthday person, but now I'm extra irritated about this. <laughs> exactly. This is highly <laughs> annoying. So just refund me 29. I would tell early 20s me um, that you are very bright and you never let people take pictures of you when you're doing foolishness. So you should do more foolishness. Interesting. Um, that's what I would tell early 20s me. That's what I always realized. Like, I'm like, I had a great time in uh-huh. college because like I went to like a huge, um, she's like the second largest school like in the u.s i went to ucf yes, in Orlando. It so it's like sixty thousand <laughs> kids running a muck running a full muck 
<laughs> oh, I had a great time. So I would have told myself to have the same great time, but also like try all the things that your friends don't want to do. So like, I remember something so silly as like, I wanted to like, they had hot air balloon rides one day and I'm terrified of heights anyway, but I really want to do it. And all my friends were like, no, and I should just done it by myself. Oh, Oh, yeah. Like my late twenties, me does stuff by myself all the time. I'm like, I'll go to movies mm-hmm, by yeah. myself. I'll take myself on a date. Like I do not care. But early twenties, he was like, I can't be alone. Who? And I that think that's something fun. we almost all so, of us had to unlearn for the most part. So Especially strange. as yeah. girls, I think we were we were like programmed to be dependent and go in groups and clusters. And it was a very much like a group yeah. mindset. I, I was about to say gang mentality, but it was very much like a group. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> like, go to the bathroom together. Do this together. Where are you and your friends going? It's like, we were rarely ever taught to venture on our own. So that was a lot of unlearning. Yes. I remember when I was in law school, I finally did study abroad. And I was supposed to go with my friend. But she ended up not going. And I was like, screw it. I'm still going to go. So I went to the Middle East by myself. Like, I went to Israel <gasps> and Palestine and Jordan by myself. How much fun was time. it? Oh, I had so much fun. Yes. I had so much fun. And people were so kind. And everything was fine. And I was like, see, it's fine to do things by yourself. And I remember my whole family it's and everybody so was like, oh, of course they were. Like, They're like, where are you time. going? Did you see this in the time. news by yourself? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, you see America, please. Can survive this raggediness. I can survive it. Right? It's totally fine. I can make it anywhere. <laughs> I'm yeah. good. That's what I would tell early 20s me. Like, just go do mm-hmm. all the things by yourself that you're afraid of doing. Or do them with people, yeah. whatever. But just go do them. I think I stopped myself from doing a lot of things that I was just like, oh, no. Not mm-hmm. what I do with. I hope also a lot of people, not even just people in their early 20s, but I hope 2020 has made people realize that life is too short it should be lived okay those regrets that you had exactly. like how much do you regret or care about them right now exactly mm-hmm. and that's what i've learned this year too that's i'm like you know what do the silly youtube child do it and stop like making excuses because you know you want to do it and it makes you happy so like just do it like i have the time <laughs> i have the time now so cool all right awesome Yay. sauce thank you so so much is there Anything else that you would like to leave people with as far as like a final word from you? Like your takeaway? I would say, and it's probably because I'm in like this like four year repayment plan (laughs) mindset. So I'm just going to be really honest since that's like top of my mind at all times these days. And because I talk to some of my friends, they're like, I'm going to die with my debt. And I'm like, no, you're not. Mm -hmm. Like, don't do that. Highly suggest if you have student loans to pay them off, like to just make a plan to live under your means. Like as an attorney, I finally make a decent salary. The majority of my attorney friends, their apartments cost twice as much as mine. Like I live in a cheap apartment, like in a Mm -hmm. nice neighborhood, like it's safe i'm fine but i've cut down my expenses like 65 percent of my check which is wild goes towards Mm. my student loans and in three and a half years Mm -hmm. i'll be done paying it like so i can like be free um i think that's something people need to like talk more about because it makes me sad when people think like oh i have to die with them Mm -hmm. i'm like you don't yeah thank you i hope more people do that as well all right because i know zoom is about to cut our asses off soon (laughs) bye (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right stephanie thank you so much yeah sounds good well it's nice meeting you alexis mm-hmm. you too stephanie you have a good night you too bye, bye katie okay